Hello, I'm Dave Wagner. Welcome to another episode of... Come on down. <laughs> this is Rich Fields right here. Uh, Rich knows a lot about the game show industry. You've been a part of how many shows? Uh, I've done. I've announced on eight different network shows and one Florida lottery show, which was a Mark Goodson show, which is where I got my start. Yeah, you're an announcer for that. Yeah. So best known for The Price is Right. Exactly right. And then after that, I did Wheel of Fortune. And during The Price is Right, I did a bunch of others. Yeah. Well, we have uh, an interesting person to join us today who was very much a part of The Price is Right. We do. And it's her birthday, believe it or not. We're going to ask you to uh, try to point the camera down a little bit, Kath, because we only got, like, maybe your nose. There we go. Kathy Greco, everybody. How about a nice round of applause? There she is on her iPhone. Hi, Kathy. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. We're, we're honored to have I, you with us. Well, I haven't text. I'm sorry, um, what? For, I had an interesting text uh, come to me today yeah? from Drew from Drew Carey. I, I texted <laughs> Drew. Go ahead. Tell us what he said. So he said, he said, Rich Fields called me to wish you a happy birthday on his podcast. He says, I blanked out. He said, so I'm just going to text you instead. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's all we wanted. We just wanted Drew to wish you a happy birthday. What did he say beyond that? Did he ask how you were doing, Kathy? Yeah. You know, and, uh, You're breaking up a little bit. I'm sorry? I, he just said, have a great day and a healthy year. Nice. We had some technical difficulties with uh, Kathy's computer, so she's on her iPhone today, but we're just happy to have her uh, at, at all. So, um, what's life like post The Price is Right? I'll tell you, it's great. It's great. As I said when I left, I was going to take all the trips that I used to plan on the show. <laughs> I'm going to take them myself now. And uh, as we have, we've been traveling, and of course the pandemic put a halt to that for a while, but we're back into um, uh, tr starting to plan again. Where I have all my, all my friends and family are in Europe, and I'm getting jealous. Where do you want to travel, Kathy, or where have you traveled? Oh, well, we take cruises, so I've been to a lot of countries. We've been to, I've been to Vietnam and Singapore and Bangkok and I've been to Europe, Greek islands, uh, everything and what the one that we're planning now is going to go to Spain and Portugal and Gibraltar and uh, a couple of oh Port Lisbon and uh, so we're doing we're doing a lot and we also this is we also got a uh, condo we bought a condo in uh, San Jose del Cabo, which is right outside of Cabo San Lucas. And we go there three months a year. Nice. And Yeah, we go there January, February, and March. And uh, uh, so we do that. It's a little long for me. By the time the three months is up, I'm, I'm ready to come home. But, uh, but it's beautiful, and we, we enjoy it. So that's what we've been doing. Good for you. We, uh, 
I told you before the appearance that you know we were going to post and say, hey, Kathy Greco is going to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And so we've gotten a lot of questions from viewers that we'll get to here in a little bit. But uh, first, some pictures. And you sent us some from your archives, oh. your library. Here's you and Bob on the 25th anniversary show. Uh -oh. huh? I was so skinny then. I can't remember being <laughs> That's funny. I look back on the same thing. I think, God, I was thin then. I thought I was fat. <laughs> That's amazing. Exactly. Kathy, Kathy, maybe you can explain the nickname Fingers. Where does that come from? That comes from um, Mr. Barker. And I used to go into his dressing room every, every uh, week and with the executive producer at the time, Frank Wayne, and uh, his makeup person, Harry Merritt. And we used to go in and I would bring in football cards and we would pick our teams that we wanted that coming weekend. And they'd each give me five bucks and I would bring it home with their cards and I would um, give them to my husband and he'd he turned him into a guy that did cards, football cards. And um, and so Barker decided that uh, I needed a gangster nickname. And uh, <laughs> so, so he named me Fingers. That's, that's awesome. You know, what's funny about this is so I was looking up, you know, what the Internet says about you, Kathy. And there was this whole story about how at one point Bob had had some back pain, which I knew he did have, but it said that you had massaged his lower back. And so therefore it was such, you did like therapy on him. So therefore that's where you got your nickname from. That's, yes. And that, that, I don't know where that got started, although, and it's not true, but there was one time we were taping the show and it was, we were in a commercial. And somebody in the audience said, you know, how did she get her name Fingers? And he said, he said, well, she gives me, a, she gives me good massages. And after that, I said, Bob, you can't say that. <laughs> it's not true. You can't say that. Right. He didn't want to tell everybody that you guys were illegally gambling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. He got that better to say massages. <laughs> awesome. Kathy, let me ask you a few questions about Rich because um, I want to get some inside uh -oh. information about this man uh, whom I sit next to here. First of all, do you remember when he broke into CBS studios there? Do you remember when he was a young man and broke in? Well, I <laughs> I do. And uh, he was he was in the hallway. And I don't know, I actually don't know how he got in, but, uh, uh, and he was with, who were you with? My dad. Your dad. I was with my dad. <laughs> we got caught backstage. Breaking into a, yeah. a studio. Somebody and down the uh, hall was like, hey, who are you two? And, yeah, you know, we, my right. dad tried to explain it away, and so he got on a walkie-talkie, and here you came out with your clipboard. From the, you get you were getting ready to do a show. Yes, yes, and we had, and we had games out in the hallway where you were. Games in the hallway. That's our back. Right. And um, we had prices on the ready to because we had already done rehearsal, so we had prices on. 
And there you are in the middle of all of this. And uh, a stranger. So anyway, we became fast because <laughs> I got you a seat in the audience. That's right. <laughs> They were going to put us uh, stage right with the producer's table, but I think there were a lot of dignitaries there that day from Fremantle or CBS, so there wasn't a lot of room. So right. Roger or you said, let's put them in the back row. We can keep an eye on them back there. Big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the day Johnny Olson said, hey, are there any questions in the audience? And I said, I do, Johnny. How do I get your job? That's right. That's right. See? Yes, you did. did. Yeah. You, that, uh, that's in you Stan's book. You made your presence known. <laughs> From day one. <laughs> Dave probably thought I was lying to him about that. I really didn't, but, but I just didn't realize how he was able to pass the background check on this current job, given his felonious past. <laughs> has, has security gotten any better since then? Pardon me? Has security gotten any better since then? <laughs> I think they gave up. <laughs> <laughs> I have told so many people how to get in CBS that they need a they need a big wall of some kind. Right, now. right. Wow. Right. Exactly. A lot of fun. Exactly. That was the start of it all. Yes. Hey, Me. listen. One thing. Uh, one thing I want to say. Do you remember um, uh, uh, Benedict Christensen? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Benta, she was in charge yeah. of art, all our art department, right? Yeah, she was the art director and helped design the games and, and all of that. Well, she's not doing that anymore. She is an artist now, and she has a, uh, a viewing of her artwork uh, in a gallery right down, right, right, right down from CVS. When does this happen? Uh, October 1st. And it's from five to nine. What's the name of the gallery? Do you know? Give them a oh. plug. Yeah, I don't know. That's right. I'll get it from you. We'll post it on our website. Okay. <laughs> Not to worry. Tell Benta I said hello. I will, indeed. How indeed. did you get involved, uh, Kathy, in the game show industry? How did it start for you? You know what? It's not a very fun story. I... I wanted to write, actually, and uh, and I I majored in journalism in college, but didn't complete it. And um, so I went to work, just got a job, and I went to work for a doctor. And um, I have a friend, Barbara Hunter, who was, well, she was producer, but she wasn't producer at that time. And she called me. She would keep calling me every time there was an opening. She'd keep calling me and uh, and say, you've got to come down and interview. You know, you've got to come down. So finally, like three years later, I said, okay. And um, and I got a job with uh, um, the, uh, he was the associate producer of the show, but he was also, um, he also oversaw everything. And, um, and so I told him, I said, I don't know how to type, which I, didn't and and didn't want to and uh and i said and i don't want to learn and i said but i can you know i can do anything else you want me to do and so he hired me and um i don't know why but it was certainly one of the luckiest days of my life wow and then um and frank one i wasn't in the studio 
I was in the office, and so and Price is Right was on the executive level. Uh, we had like three um, levels that we used in the building, and um, and so Frank Wayne, the executive producer, was uh, right there where I was sitting. I was sitting outside his office. There were a bunch of offices, and I was sitting outside. And uh, so he asked me if uh, it was like six months later. Asked me if I would move over to the price to production, and uh, and I said, "Will you give me more money?" And he said, "No." Nope. <laughs> uh, we have a viewer question, sorta, about this. Check this out. Here's the question, Kathy. It's actually a two-part question. Two questions for Kathy. If you can ask, please. I would love to know. I've heard Kathy was best friends with Mark. Goodson's secretary. Is that true? And is that how she got a job with Price? Actually, we weren't best friends, but we were certainly friends. And uh, no, she got her job in New York. She was with him in New York and moved out here with him. And she was, she was his assistant for 30 years, I guess. And, um, and then uh, left the show. I think, I think uh, it was kind of winding down her, her job there. And because he also had another secretary, Marge. And, um, and so uh, she kind of, she decided just to leave the show as is if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. But we still saw we still saw her afterwards, you know, we'd have lunch or we'd go mm -hmm. have a drink or something, you know, and uh, keep in touch, which which I do with so many of the cast people, you know, or the, the staff on Price is Right. I still see or talk to a lot of them. Oh, good. And uh, it, was, it was a great show because I made great friends, and I've had some of them for now 50 years. And uh, so I'm, I'm very proud of that. When was the last time you talked about Barker? Well, actually, last night <laughs> or yesterday, and uh, and I don't often. Uh, he um, Sue McIntyre called me, and she was the executive in charge of Price is Right. And then she left the show and she moved to Missouri, and so she called to wish me a happy birthday. And and she said, "Have you you know heard anything about Barker?" And I said, "No." Um, I haven't, but I, I think he's well. He's what ninety seven, ninety eight, something 98. like that. Ninety eight, yeah. And um, and I think he's I think he's finally starting to age. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't I don't know much about him. Sure. We had Roger on some weeks ago, and Roger and I both uh, confirmed to each other that neither one of us had talked to Bob in years. Last time I spoke to him was on his birthday, uh, December 12th of 2019. And after that, uh -huh. phone numbers were changed, uh, and he was kind of sequestered from everybody. And Roger says, uh, that's right, he, even he can't get a hold of Bob. And they were pretty good friends. Yeah, they were good friends. They were good friends. I can tell it and, hurts Roger just listening. I can tell it hurts him. Yeah, yeah, probably so. I uh, I got over my hurt a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
Hey, Kathy, <laughs> let me ask you uh, the second part of that person's question, which is, out of all the pricing games that you created, which one was your favorite? Oh, golly. Um, oh, shoot. Let's see. I guess, I don't know, maybe uh, pick a price or um, or the one, um, yeah, pick a price. Was Switcheroo and, uh, yours? Pardon me? Switcheroo. No. Was that yours? No. Switcheroo. No. That was Frank Wayne's, I believe. Frank Wayne. I had a, yeah, I had another one, um, a car game, and I'm trying to think of what the name of it was, and I can't. <laughs> it was a long time ago in a land far, far away. <laughs> Trust me, I know. We do this podcast almost weekly, and uh, there's many details I can't remember, and, and, and viewers will get on our website and they say, Rich, you're completely wrong about that, and I'll be like, that's right. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, this is called Revisionist History. Revisionist History is the name of this podcast. <laughs> right, exactly right. All right, let's get some uh, some other... Uh, well, actually, hang on a second. Kath, you know, it's your birthday, yeah. so uh, here's a little something special. Check this out. Hi, Kathy, it's Shane. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I hope you're doing well. I miss you, and I'm glad that I get a chance to say happy birthday to you. Thank you, Rich, for that opportunity. And have fun with Rich on Come On. Hey. Have a great day, Kathy. Happy birthday. Uh, that, oh, sweet. That's so sweet. That's so nice. Thank you, Rich, for doing uh, that. Thanks, Shane. She was on last week, <laughs> and I mentioned to her that you were going to be on her, on your birthday. And she's like, oh, can I do something? I said, absolutely. So she uh, misses you. Oh, that's great. That's very sweet. Yeah. She was she was fun to work with. She, she was a really nice, good person. And she was a lot of fun to work with. You know, in between his breaking into CBS television studios, Rich can be a nice guy every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> Kathy was always fun. She always had a smile on her face, always had a great disposition around the studio and the, and the show. I don't know what was going on in the office, but if there was anything that got you down, I never noticed, that's for sure. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you. It was, a, it was a fun show to work on. Yeah, and even in the office, you know, it was fun. It was certainly more tedious uh, being in the office. In fact, one time my dad came to the show, and he hadn't been in—I mean, he had never been—and the show had been on like twenty years. So I said, "Don't you want to come and see what I do for a living?" <laughs> and he said, All right, he says, "I'll go." And afterwards, he said, "Well, you don't do much there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not while the show is being taped, but wow. right, right. The prep the work, work is, is crazy for the show, you know. Yeah, and uh, so I certainly didn't impress him. Here's another viewer question for you. Yeah, this is from uh, Jimmy Clutting. I have a question on hole in one or in parentheses or two. What happens to the golf balls used during the game? Are they reused or tossed out? Oh, they're they're reused. Yeah, I think they're reused. Yeah, sometimes the contestants get them. You know, if they if they want it, uh, if they play the game, and uh, they don't usually want it if they lose the game, but if they win the game, they <laughs> <laughs> they'll ask for it. 
And yeah, you know how I know they're always reused? Because when I first got there, one of the first things I asked was, hey, does the golf ball have a Price is Right logo on it? And if it does, I want one. And the guy went into his drawer and he says, no, Titleist 1, Titleist 3. <laughs> I just stole one of those. I don't think it would help your game much. <laughs> no. Well, thanks. Appreciate that. Kathy, were you aware of how, how much Rich pilfered from that show. I never stole anything. Well, I mean, he seems I, to have a lot of memorabilia. In fact, he's got a whole house decorated with it. You know what? He certainly does. And I wondered the same thing. <laughs> but I always ask somebody, Kathy. I never just took it. Well, you yeah, know, because I asked you many times, can I have that? Can I have that? <laughs> yeah, and I say no when you would take it anyway. <laughs> but I asked. <laughs> oh goodness. Do you have any memorabilia? In your other in your other um when you lived here in your condo, um you had a closet. Yeah. Uh I think and you had the whole thing right right. It was it was like it was like an altar set up, <laughs> you know? It was. That's the that's the only. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. He he worships the price is right. He needs to worship somebody else. <laughs> we uh, we had Christine on my wife, and Dave's talking to her, interviewing her, and he asked her about everything in the house and she's like well you know i remember one time when mr barker came over our condo this is what you're talking about and it was a walk-in closet that i had converted into a voiceover studio and there were still shelves in it like a closet would have and there was just crap everywhere and bob walked in and he's looking around at everything and it's all autographed by him every single piece in there and christine says yeah. bob bob what do you think of his collection you know, he doesn't have room for anything else up here. And Bob looked around, and he says, well, there's some space right there. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Bob. Great yes. comeback. He'll, he'll get as much room out of it as he can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do you, do you have much memorabilia? You know what? I, ha I have more than I thought I did. Um, I've got a sweater. A gray sweater, like a Letterman's sweater. Yeah, I have one of those. And, and, With the vintage yeah. logo on it, right? Yes. Yeah, the yes. old school. Right. And um, and then um, I've got lots of T-shirts. And I've, I've got, um, uh, there was a game that we used to play and we don't have it anymore. And uh, I've got T-shirts from that. I've got a T-shirt that says Our Power. Do you have that? No. Yeah, I want it's one. When the show yeah. went to, it, <laughs> it was uh, when the show went to an hour, and uh, so we all got our power uh, cool. T-shirts. Cool. Yeah, so that and we were supposed to wear them so people would know we were going for an hour now. You better fortify your house, Kathy, because Rich knows you have it now. <laughs> <laughs> Next vacation, you may have a break-in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got well, another viewer question. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. We have another viewer no, question. While we're reading this, tilt your camera because we're starting to lose your uh, beautiful face. Here you go. Okay, here's a question from William Padron. My question to Kathy is, what was that real, actual reaction on stage and behind the scenes when that one contestant was lucky enough to give his showcase bid exactly correct 
uh, on the total value of the prize package as offered. That incident became the topic of a now well-known documentary in which that player outsmarted the show itself to most everyone's disbelief. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember Oh, well. she remembers. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw our, our jaws drop. We couldn't believe that he would get that right. And um, uh, and I know in the documentary, uh, somebody in the audience said that I sneered at him. And I can't imagine that I did. But Me neither. He said I did. Because he thought, he thought I thought that he gave the price to the contestant. Or to the contestant's wife, and she yelled at it. So, well, even uh, if he did, that's all, okay. We let people yell out prices. Yeah, right. So not the exact. <laughs> yes, that that's true. It's our fault. But um, he, it was all legit, and uh, and we were we were happy to do it. It it floored Drew. It just floored him, and. Uh, he couldn't. Uh, he just couldn't believe that the guy got it right on the nose. Is that where the conspiracy that, theories started to blossom right then and there? That somebody, yeah, that somebody gave him the price. Yeah. Yes, right yeah. then and there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, hmm. like I said, it turned out to be okay, and he got his prizes, and all was well. And he was I, a nice man too. Yeah, even He's the guy nice that was guy. given prices, he'd been to the show like 30 some times or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh we have we used to have a lot more of those uh audience members and uh they were they liked the models. Liked the models and they used to come and want to talk to them and and everything. And at one point we would walk the girls out to their cars after taping and uh, if it was dark out or whatever but yeah. they were all they just wanted to meet them and talk to them and, and one of them one of them and his uh one of them ended up working for one of the models oh really like like a bodyguard type person yeah huh. so we thought okay <laughs> he was with her for a long time <laughs> i'll be darned all right Hi. we're we're gonna ask you about something here that i've seen tape of and I'm kind of curious about this, too. Check this question out. Yeah, this is from Mark Tran. How was it uh, like doing the gator dance back in 1986? <laughs> and how so, did that come about? I put, I'll tell you that. What's um, that? You're breaking up, Kath. I couldn't do it now. Couldn't do it now. No. No. Do you know she's talking about the gator dance? I have not. I've not seen it. Literally laying on the floor and spinning around and yeah, flopping over. I don't know how that got started. I must have. I must have seen it. And I must have told Barker about it and wanted to see it. And then he called me up to it. In fact, I did it several times, not just the one time. And, uh, and I thought, well, I've got to do it. We're on TV, you know. And he's asking me to do it and if right. i said no that's gonna be kind of you know not not very professional <laughs> so uh not so very ladylike right your mom would say <laughs> right <laughs> right, oh. right right but we well, we had a good time. Did we go on the show 
What's that? I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Show, didn't we? Yeah. Oh God, yes. Uh, it was a ball. It was a highlight of my yeah. life. Highlight of my career. Yeah. How about for yeah. you, Kathy? Was it the was it the highlight of of your life too? That was my whole life. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was wonderful. It really was. And, um, and it was fun. And it was fun to see the win. Oh, and I would cry when they when they would cry. I would cry. Mm. And. Uh, was it was a fun fun show to work on and the contestants just so so surprised and so in awe of uh well first of, of barker you know and then the show and winning stuff and it was it was really fun really fun well the next question here i think you kind of answered but the second part i'm kind of interested in okay from jonathan deller here uh, did you ever go to that bar between show tapings that Roger mentioned on his appearance on the podcast? And I, do you know which bar that is, Rich? I, I don't know which particular bar it is, but he was saying that between shows or for lunch, you guys would all go out and drink. Did you ever do that? Oh, me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say no more. Okay. <laughs> I know after the shows we drank like fish, but yeah. I mean I ate lunch at the commissary. <laughs> they didn't serve liquor at the commissary. <laughs> well, oh, we boy. used to, in the beginning. In the beginning, they had a refrigerator, a full-size refrigerator filled with beer for the right. state. They would just go and take a beer whenever they wanted to, and um, and then. Uh, we would have wine also, and somebody might bring something else. But but we always we always had wine, and um, uh, we had to sit like you said in the green room um, after the show and sit and we talk about the show or laugh about something that happened on the show, and uh, or just or just talk about families and everything. So it worked out real good. And they weren't hiding anything. I mean, as I understand it, I've heard stories of Mark Goodson coming in. If you could turn that down. Uh, Mark Goodson would come in, and he would literally look to see if there was liquor, enough liquor for the cast and crew. <laughs> God bless him. I mean, good Lord. <laughs> what a boss. He loved to make the crew happy. He was, he was a very, very gentle man. Very gentle. I wish I'd have met him. Yeah. Oh, you never met him? Never met him, no. Oh, he was, he really just, he was a nice man and very generous. And um, he, uh, oh, what was I going to say just now? Well, anyway, he would, uh, he, oh, he would, I know, uh, on the other shows that he had, if they went uh, and they would be on the air, maybe they'd be on the air a couple of years and then it got canceled or whatever, he would keep that staff. Um, on the payroll, and uh, just in case he came up with another show. Wow! So he was he, and he didn't want to lose anybody, and he didn't want to have them out of work. Luckily, that didn't happen to us. Wow! But what we did, we used to get six-week hiatuses. Hiata, hey, hiata, I. Hiata. We get six weeks every year. And um, it would be a solid six weeks. And then we would get a week of Thanksgiving, a week of Christmas, you know. Wow. And everything. 
So he and he was he was good about that. And so was Frank Wayne. Frank Frank Wayne really always fought for his team. And if anybody uh, questioned it, he let him. Have it, you know? I'll bet. I think he's in one of the pictures yeah. that you sent us. But um, real quick, yeah, I, I have this yeah, for you. Does. Check this out. Okay. Ah! Oh! Happy fingers, record. Happy birthday to you. It's Jeff Fisted, your favorite production coordinator from The Price is Right. Hope all is well, and I hope today's the best day ever. Happy birthday, Kathy. Nice. That's Did you happen great. to notice Jeff's shirt? Let well, me see if I can pull this back up real quick. Hang on a second. Can you okay. read Jeff's shirt? Yeah, the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> From Happy Gilmore. <laughs> From Happy Gilmore, exactly. Boy, now Jeff I haven't seen in a long time. That's nice to see him. Thank Jeff you. wrote a book. He did? Yeah, I married a Price is Right model. Oh. Yeah. Huh. And We're going to have did. Jeff on. We're going to have Jeff on the podcast. <laughs> oh, good, good. Is he gray? Like all of us, Kat. <laughs> yes, Jeff finally went gray. He was the perennial young soul on the show, and he's catching up to us he was, now. He was the stud. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Rich's wife wrote a book about him called I Married a Price is Right Felon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh man! I want that one. Yeah, I want that's an a autograph. good. I'll autograph it for you. <laughs> uh, here's another viewer question for you. I want to see what your thoughts are on this. Okay, this is from Jonathan Spencer. Happy birthday, fingers! My question is: When Bob first went gray, uh, his hair in 1987, did you like it and want him to keep it? Didn't like it when he first did it. I thought it made him look older. And I was absolutely wrong because everybody loved it. They all loved his, you know, the CBS, uh, back come down to the studio and see it in the light and look at him and everything. And everybody liked it, but me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the kind of taste I have. <laughs> the silver fox. Yes, yes, he was, he, or he is. Yeah. What, what was it like behind the scenes with Bob? I know at times Rich has talked to me about he was in pain, had some back issues and that type of thing. How, mm -hmm. how tough was it at times for him to be as upbeat as he always seemed to be on this show? You know, I'm sure at times it, it was hard for him, but um, he was a professional, so he's going he's gonna to go out there and do it. And... Um, uh, and he always you wouldn't you wouldn't really know, uh, Rich. You're right that uh, he was in any kind of pain. He might say something in the dressing room because we used to be in his dressing room every day before the show, going over stuff. And he might say, you know, my back hurts or, you know, something, some little ailment, but not um, not terrible. He he was a he was a professional. I told Dave on a previous podcast uh, I had seen home video. I think Eddie Rainier or Doug Quick or somebody showed me off their camera one time, and Bob is standing behind the doors, and you know he's kind of hunched over, and 
you know, showing his age, and you can literally hear me out front saying, and now, here's the star, the price is right. And when those doors would open, just seconds before the door would open, Bob would straighten up, the doors would pop open, and boy, he'd come walking right out with that gate like nothing was wrong. He knew how many steps he took um, to get to his spot. And uh, I think that's probably before they put little marks on the stage, but he knew how many steps he took. And um, he and his arms would always go up yeah, in the he'd air. Yeah, he'd swing his arms, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think so the he, show, Kathy, would have lasted as long as it has if Bob Barker had not been the host of it? Well, you know, it's interesting because... Um, to answer your question, no, I don't think it would have. But we always wondered when he retired if it was the show that people were watching or if it was um, uh, him uh, that they were watching. So we were very curious to see what happened after he left the show. And it's just as popular as ever. I think it had a little down thing when uh, they got a new host but Drew I think has, has won over uh, the people and they love him and uh, so I'm the show, the show's so good you know. It's a whole new generation of viewers, show. they don't know anything different but Drew. True. So for them, right. that's the price is right. Right, exactly. Well you know what, um, Barker would always, and Drew does this too oh no, Barker did it more but um uh, talk to the audience during the commercial breaks, and that's when we were across the street drinking. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless your heart. He, he he would talk to the audience, and um, uh, they would ask him. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. My husband just walked in, and uh, so. Um, well, never mind. I don't know. He Is just, your husband still walking. your husband still golfing, Kathy? You know what? Not very much. He's had uh, he had shoulder surgery and a rotator cuff, and he had a hip replacement, and that's all from golf. Yep. So he tries goes out every once in a while to hit some balls, and he's got arthritis, and he can't close his hand, um, you know, around a club as as much as as well as he would like. So he doesn't he doesn't play a lot of golf. Yeah, you know everybody you know. makes a big deal about uh, Price having male models now, but you know we always had male models on the show. I mean, that's true. I've seen one, as a matter of fact. John, Johnny Olson, he would do showcases oh. and be a model. Yeah. Rod Roddy. Yeah. He then, would do then there was another guy I saw and I can't remember. Strikingly handsome. Hey, Check it out. Here's your showcase. Four. Hey. You guys mind if we play through? Nadine, you can join us and play along with us with this new set of golf clubs. You remember that? <laughs> I did. You know what? If you were there, Rick, but Frank, Frank did uh, hole in one. Oh, uh, really? There you go. Here's Frank right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> during and the showcase. During rehearsal. Yeah, during rehearsal, Doug Quick told him, you got to you know, get up there and hit it. And he said, well, no, you don't want me to hit it hard. He said, yeah, I want you to hit it hard. Well, they had a net up, and the ball went right through the net <laughs> and almost hit somebody. <laughs> and I guess Bob must introduce him because here he is waving to the crowd. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, handsome little thing, isn't he? Didn't he, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very nice. He, is. he looks more like a golfer yeah. than this impersonator right here. <laughs> well, you it's, the golf it's the golf Do you still have those golf clothes that you stole from the studio? <laughs> Do not, and did I did steal some of those too, Kathy. I never did, Kathy. They're gonna believe you. <clears throat> I wish I did, though. I'm I wish kidding. I stole them. I'm just kidding. Did the girls get to keep any of their clothes? No, yeah. no, and I don't think they wanted any of them. Yeah, uh, when there were just the three models, Janice and Diane and Holly, uh, or even Anitra from the beginning, they uh, they didn't have great clothes. They were kind of uh, just matronly, I think, sometimes, other than when they wore their bikinis. But, no, nah, I don't think they wanted any of their clothes. The clothes that, they, that the girls are wearing now are beautiful, and they, they're not in the same thing. You know, we had triplets back when, and, uh, and now they all get to wear different clothes and not the same as, as the next model, you know. And yeah. uh, so the, and the clothes are really pretty. It's changed a lot, and that leads us to this question. Yeah. Uh, it says, hi, Kathy, Rich, and Dave, the dude. Uh, they call me the dude, Kathy, sometimes here. Uh, <laughs> are there any changes to the show that you like, or are you a traditionalist to the Barker era? Um, I'm probably more of a traditionalist, but, uh, but I do. I mean, the, I mean the, what they do is they're just, you know, updating things. And um, what I don't know is if the audience can stay the same. You know, where they all just sit in those chairs, and are they going to bring back, uh, you know, a 300-plus audience? I don't know about that. Mm. So, but I, I, I'm not thrilled with, with that, with the change that they've made in the audience. I know they had to do it because of the pandemic, but I don't think it's such a concern now. Uh, so I don't know what they're going to do, but I don't like that. Um, but mostly, I like I like what they do. Do you still watch the yeah. show at home? You know what? I don't. I, I do. I shouldn't say I don't. I do every once in a while. I'll turn it on. And, um, uh, and I'll, I will watch it, but uh, not a whole lot. I haven't seen any of the specials. You know, they're primetime specials. I haven't seen any of those, but I think they do very well, you know, yeah, because yeah. CBS keeps asking for them. Yeah, Keith so Morrison from NBC is going to do a true crime uh, series on Rich here, <laughs> on his life of crime and, and theft from the show. Oh, man. All right, another viewer question coming at you. Okay, uh, I'd love to know Kathy's thoughts on working with Bob versus working with Drew. Ah, um, well, I, I had more contact with Barker, um, but I think Drew was easier uh, to work with than Barker was. Barker and I were very close for a long time, and, um, uh, and then uh, we weren't, and, uh, and Drew's not like that. Drew, if he, you know, if, if he'll just work with you, and he just works with you um, as just regular nice people, you know. He respects everybody that works around him. And um, and not that Barker didn't, but Barker had his opinion on things. 
So uh, I would I would say maybe easier with Drew. Yeah, I got to agree with you. You know, uh, during the Bob Barker era, you kind of tiptoed around the set and the stage. With Drew, it was a lot looser, and everybody felt, I think, more at home. Right. I think so, too. Yeah. I think I mean, exactly. Bob was kind of generous, but boy, he ruled with an iron fist, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he would, and he would also, Barker would also, we would go out to dinner with him, Frank and I, and uh, people would come over to the table and, uh, and introduce themselves, and he would turn around, and he would introduce us to the people. And he's, oh, well, I want you to be my friends, you know. And uh, so he was very gracious that way. And, and he was very gracious to his fans. If they wanted to come and talk to him, he was fine with it. Yeah, and um, yeah, he he was, and he would meet people after the the uh, show. He would uh, talk with people, might be friends of somebody on the staff or or whatever, and uh, and so he would do that. Anytime and, Christine uh, and I were with him, like in a private time, Bob would always say, to that point, he would always say, "Hey, these people got me here. The least I can do is be kind to them when they come up and say hi." Right. You're absolutely right. He would say that, and, um, and which was, was very nice. And he never liked to call them fans. He always liked to call them friends. He friends. didn't like, yeah, he didn't like fans. Interesting. Did they're, you? Not fans, they're not fans of the show. They're friends of the show. Mm. Were you surprised, Kathy, when they hired Drew? Did you think that was an obvious choice? I was flabbergasted. No, I didn't think it was an obvious choice. And I thought, oh boy, you know, what does he know about game shows except that he was on that one game show. And I think that's, uh, it was a primetime show where they gave away a lot of money. I don't know what the name of it was. Power of but, 10? Uh, Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. I the viewers right. will fill us in on any mistake we make. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> And the police will be calling you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Hey, here's a Phil Rossi question. Uh, okay, this is from Marty Allen. Hi, Kathy. What was Phil Rossi like? I went through the uh, line one time, and he was interviewing. He seemed to be kind of grouchy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think everybody thought that. <laughs> Phil was a grouchy guy? Yeah, he was. He he. What you know? I don't think he was really happy, and um, he passed away. Um, but uh, he he just you know, he had a lovely, lovely wife, a good son, who's a lawyer right now. He was with uh, uh, Garagos. He was working. Remember Garagos? Mark Garagos. Yeah, Mark Garagos. It works for him. Or he did at the time, uh, so he—I don't know—but his—he—he he didn't get along really well. I think with his—I don't think they had a warm relationship. Although, although Frank loved him, but he was—he was a little grouchy. Is he? Oh wait, can you see him there in the picture? Where is he? Huh? This is a picture I, off the wall of your house that right. I came and got over the weekend. <laughs> 
if you noticed a bare spot, this is why. <laughs> Can you name some of these people? Yeah. Um, well, there's Roger on the left. Tammy, the blonde. Tammy, we're still very good friends. She lives in um, uh, Eugene, Oregon now. Uh, Jay Wolpert, you know, he passed away. Mm -hmm. Jay did. And, uh, and Frank went right uh, over his shoulder. And then Karen, who I talked to, and Bart, who I talked to. Mm -hmm. and, How's Bart uh, doing? I, you know what? He's doing well. Good. He's doing well. We had lunch with him uh, probably a year ago. And Karen and Barbara and I had lunch with him. And, uh, and then we went to his house and we met his daughter. We had met her when she was little. He would bring her to the set. But uh, met his daughter, and she's lovely, just a darling girl, and doing real well in college, and, and uh, so she's good. And uh, you didn't know Sarah Hadler, did you? No, I did not. Uh, yeah. She worked for Jay. She was Jay's first uh, secretary, and, um, and we've stayed friends all this time. And... Uh, uh, well, I, I don't. I don't know who else was in the. Oh, Mark Breslow was in the picture. Yeah. And Mark Breslow was our director. Um, many years. Of the show. Yeah, for many years, and kind of set up the whole thing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, from because it was he started from from scratch, and uh, so I think uh, he was. He also just <laughs> passed away. <laughs> it's terrible. Here's somebody else you know. Check this out. Oh, dear. Surprise! And happy <laughs> birthday, Kathy. Oh. I really do miss you, and I miss everyone on the show. It's been so long since we've all seen each other. But when I heard it was your birthday, I just had to come aboard and say happy birthday to a very special person. You brought the sunshine and the energy and the love to the show and your kindness and generosity is something i shall never forget when i got there cheers to you my dear remembering all the good times we shared on stage and off and in the dressing rooms having our champagne oh. <laughs> in the dressing room huh party going on up there? all over we had stuff stashed away every place. Wow. <laughs> Wait, did, what did you say? Being up there? I just said it was a party everywhere. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> it was. That's awesome. The, the cameraman, there was a cameraman that fell off the stage one time. And he, he wasn't hurt or anything. From drinking? But, uh, af yes, after we <laughs> back. And we And we wonder, Kathy... Why he Rich was able to circumvent security there at CBS? <laughs> That's right. Everybody's ripped. <laughs> wow, Kath, it's been great having you on. I'm so I'm so happy to see your smiling face and that you're doing well. Uh, thank you. Yeah, we're 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 happy. We're happy, and it was nice that I got to do this on my birthday. That we planned it out that way, and I kept begging you for this day. Kathy wouldn't commit, <laughs> wouldn't commit, and I kept honing in on this date. And thank goodness, we really appreciate it. And I know the fans loved hearing and seeing you. 
Uh, thank you, Rich. Thank you. I I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, and go ahead, Kathy. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, is it Dave? Yes, Dave or the dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to get the dude. Yeah. Well, for yeah, and it was nice seeing you, Dave. Right back at you here. I've never seen a, a photo or a piece of video where you're not smiling. So it's it's so great to see your smiling face today. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Kathy, yeah. Kathy the I fingers, Greco. Kathy, the fingers Greco from uh, Sticky Fingers Rich Fields right here. <laughs> now that you've done the show, maybe you'll do it again someday. It wasn't that bad, was it? No, it wasn't. Well, I yeah. haven't seen it back. <laughs> the critique will be different after she sees it. All right, That's Kathy, right. thank you so much. We love you. I have to apologize to you for getting that computer screwed up. Uh, not to worry. All right. Well, Tell Frank not to leave you at home alone next time. You need technical <laughs> help. Right. Can I tell? Can I tell you? Do you have time? Can I tell you where he was? Yeah. He was getting. He was getting free jumbo jacks from Jack in the Box because every <clears throat> the day after a Dodger game, if they if the Dodgers have struck out ten people, right? Uh, Jack in the Box gives away free. <laughs> so he had to go collect that. <laughs> We're on a fix. We're on a fix. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. Well, enjoy, enjoy those burgers. Thanks yeah. for waiting. <laughs> Goodbye, Kathy. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, darling. Happy birthday. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 What a doll. Isn't she sweet? Oh, my She's goodness. She's so nice. Of course she is. Just uh, just such a pleasure. She was so great to work around. No matter what was going on in your day, um, you could mention it to Kathy, and boy, she'd make your day a whole lot better. Oh, you can tell. I mean, you could tell just sort of, she was sort of the glue that yes. held the show together. Uh, in a lot of ways, yeah. yes. She was a go-between between Roger and us, you know, uh, the models and me. She was a go-between between Mr. Barker and us, you know what I mean? So she was always that buffer. And uh, it's just a real pleasure to work with. I love her. You know, if you end up going to trial, she's probably, be, you know, Good probably vouch for your credibility. Good character something. witness. <laughs> um, speaking of other ventures. Yes. Is there something I need to know? Well. I'm, I'm driving down Gandhi Boulevard yeah. behind this truck, this food truck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called the Dude Food Truck. Well, you know, listen, you got to, you know. Still paying college loans for the I had kids. to pull over, <laughs> get my camera out, and start shooting. Yeah, the dude and his food. Okay, you see me there in the front there? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific, to... by the way, prime rib sandwich, if, you, if you're interested. Ever. That's so great. Yeah. That's so good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Dave the Dude Food Truck. Wow. Yeah. Does CBS know about this? I mean, don't you have a deal with them here? I haven't, talk, <laughs> haven't talked to them about that Did yet. I just out you? But honestly, I mean, you look at Kathy, her husband's out getting burgers for her, free burgers. You know, uh, I, ta I take the food home to uh, my family. I want one of those. Do you? Prime rib yes. Okay. Okay, before we sign off, because we got to go, I just want to update you guys on the Rod Roddy jacket. Uh, this has been going on for weeks. It has. It, uh, this guy saw Dave wear one of Rod Roddy's jackets, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, week one or two. I can't A remember. A while back. Yeah. This is episode 17. Okay. So he said, I'm going to make me one. And you can see how it started. 
little, little bit of sequins. Yes, it's coming lower, along. Lower right. The next week, he sent another picture. Not bad. Wow. Making some progress. The third week, he sent this picture. He's got the lapel done. Wow. Most of the left-hand side. Then the next week, he showed us the back coming along. Sure is. Look at this. Almost the whole thing, except the sleeves. Then he sent this. Wow. One whole sleeve done, just one left to go. And then last week, or two weeks ago, when Shane was on, he sent this picture, almost completely just done. Just the shoulder missing, sort of. And this week, he updated us. Wow. With the full rod, roddy, sparkly That looks amazing. Jacket, all the sequins from Thailand. And so I wrote him back. Yes. Uh, David is his name. Mm -hmm. And I said, David, uh, what about the tie? <laughs> Remember the tie you had? The Rod Roddy tie of that course. matched the jacket? So then three days later, boom. See the tie? <laughs> <laughs> so, poor, the poor guy. You just thought, what about the. Uh, he, he thought he was done, and yeah. I gave him another three days of work. <laughs> well, David, let me ask you what about the pants? <laughs> They were always black. Rod always wore black pants. But the silk shirts, those he should get in on that. He should start knitting himself some That's silk shirts. That's beautiful work, isn't it? Great work. Way to go, I'm, David. I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed. So, uh, if you've been watching us here on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, number one, we apologize for the audio. Not, not Kathy's fault. We had some connection issues. And I'm sure when she's on again, Frank will stay in the in the room and get her hooked up for us yep. uh, if you're listening on uh, spotify apple music uh, 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 i can't even name them all odyssey roku any of them we're on every podcast service you can mention and um you really need to go back to the youtube page or our our, our dedicated facebook page uh, facebook.com slash come on down podcast all the pictures from today's show are or most of them are will be posted there but go back to the youtube page 10 tampa bay uh, on YouTube, just type in the number 10 Tampa Bay and, and watch because uh, you're missing a lot just listening to this. Yeah, um, and, and, and you get to see Kathy's yeah, beautiful smiling face. smiling face there on her birthday. So. Yeah. Yeah. Really a pleasure having her on. All right. Well, listen, it's been a fun day. We really appreciate uh, Kathy Greco yes. coming on and, and, and kind of outing you a little bit in terms <laughs> of your criminal past, which was kind of refreshing. Uh, and uh, keep your questions coming, and, yeah. and keep up the great work on the uh, the outfits, oh, too. Oh, Monday, October 10th, one of your favorites. You asked for this. Bob, Remember that show? Bob Goen. Bob Goen is going to be on the show live on October 10th. Uh, so, you remember that show? You asked for it. Oh, yeah. Dave asked for it. <laughs> so, I, it took, took some doing to, to get some uh, contact info on Bob yeah. going, but I, but I got to him and he's on. And he also hosted Entertainment Tonight uh, with all Mary kinds Hart. Of stuff. So. Uh, the, the Price is Right, or excuse me, a Wheel of Fortune. Uh, um, uh, just so much. Bob has done so much, it's crazy. So yeah, well, it'd be we'll fun to, to catch that. up with him. Oh, speaking of Wheel of Fortune, oh. we got to show this real quick. We always talk about Atish, one of our producers sitting next to us. Atish, we're showing your we're showing your, look at this, huh? His desk is full of stuff. We showed now you. Look, it even spins. Yeah, we showed you his Howie Mandel bobblehead, but this is Pat Sajak and the wheel. I think this is fantastic. Uh, frankly, I've never seen one. I, I need to get on the internet more often. I believe I believe <laughs> Tish made it. <laughs> In his spare time. In his spare time. All yeah. right. Well, uh, listen, we we 
Appreciate you being with us. Yeah. Kathy, we really appreciate you. Yeah. And we hope to see you next time for another episode of Come On Down. Thanks for tuning in to Come On Down with Rich Fields. See more photos and videos mentioned on this episode. Plus, interact with Rich on Facebook at facebook.com slash come on down podcast or on Twitter at come on down pod. Have a question for Rich? Use Facebook Messenger to connect on our Come On Down podcast Facebook page. And remember, new episodes are live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern.